Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 3rd of October 2020 and the title of this episode is Winners. According to GeekNate's research, one in three gamers have ruined a board game by losing a key piece. And by research, of course, I mean a competition on the blog with a survey entry method. Nearly 300 gamers took part in this one, which is one of the biggest yet, and that suggests to me that the missing piece issue might be something that designers should take more seriously. The central theme for today's podcast, though, isn't about losing things. It's about winning things. I've not seen the official news release, but ICV2 has published the Origin Award winners for 2020. So, let's take a look. Best Board Game, or Game of the Year, goes to Tiny Towns by AEG. Best Card Game is Point Salad by AEG. Best Family Game is The Quacks of Quidenburg by North Star Game. The Best Digital Adaption is Turso VR by Calipi Games and Thunderbox Entertainment. Best Collectible Game is Marvel Hero Clicks. Avengers Black Panther and the Illuminati Booster Brick by WizKids. Best Role-Playing Game, Teens in Space by Renegade Game Studios. Best Game Accessory, Citadel Contrast Paint by Games Workshop. Best Miniatures Game, Warcry by Games Workshop. Best Historical Miniatures Game, Bolt Action, Campaign D-Day Operation Overlord by Osprey Games and Warlord Games. Best Historical Game, Pandemic, Fall of Rome by Z-Man Games. Congratulations to all the winners. There's a monthly competition of sorts on Geek Native 2 in the shape of the RPG Publisher Spotlight. As it's the start of the month, the new poll for patrons is open. Now that means you can vote for which publisher we look at next month. As usual, there are five candidates, and they are Platinum Dragon Games. Target Raw, Animated Dungeon Maps, Ibethan Game Designs, and Wolf Hell Entertainment. So if you're a patron and would like us to look into one of those companies and interview them if we can, please take part. The winner last month was Legendary Games, and I spoke to Jason Nielsen. We chatted about how a group of Pathfinder developers set out to build their own modules, expanding on the systems they support. I asked Jason what he wished Legendary Games was better known for, and got a surprising answer. He thought that Legendary was already known for crafting books for multiple systems, and that's what he wants. I often ask that question in the RPG Spotlight, but I rarely get that answer. I also asked what a good RPG supplement was. For Jason, a good rule supplement is fun and clear. Rules should make sense be aligned to the expectations and norms of the system that they're written for and still be interesting. That was another good answer, I thought. As it happens, I hope Geek Native contributed to RPG clarity this week. I published a guest post from Chip Grabowski, an excellent technical writer who put together a beginner's guide to character creation in Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Now, You're probably not a beginner if you're listening to this podcast, but you might have to help a beginner create their 5e character, and I think Chip's Guide is an excellent summary to have at hand for that. 
something to take your newbie through beforehand so they get a good idea of the steps they are about to go through with you. And while we're talking about 5e, let's also hit on this week's big news. Renegade Game Studios have expanded their partnership with Hasbro. They already make a Power Rangers game and now they'll be working on a Power Rangers RPG. That's not all though. Also in the deal are G.I. Joe, Transformers and My Little Pony. The quote from Hasbro in the press release suggests very much that games for all these franchises are coming. You could, according to reports, even put G.I. Joe characters in your Transformers game. A publisher without a swanky deal from Hasbro is Valiant Fox. And they have a Kickstarter this week that went live, Fighting Embers, and Geek Native has been tracking it with previews for a while. Previously, they funded the Fading Embers Primer, and that's usually 10 bucks on drive-through RPG. Right now, it's free. It's over 130 pages long, and therefore my recommended free download of the month. I think it's worth checking out the full Kickstarter, though. Oh gosh, here's another Kickstarter I have to mention. It's an Italian RPG coming to English called The Broken Compass. What got my attention on this RPG is the book it's printed in. It's not a shiny hardback, it's a rough and ready journal. The game itself looks like the sort of notepad Indiana Jones might carry. That's the very atmosphere of the game itself. I caved. I don't need any more RPGs, but I back this one. If we loop back to free primers and quick starts, in the name of saving money or keeping abreast of our options, then check out Ex Lumine. It's a diesel punk inspired game set in a corrupted world in which the PCs are soul binders. Soul binders can absorb the souls of the dead so that they may use them as fuel to do battle with corrupted horrors. It's a bit like the diesel punk version of the anime Bleach. Mm, okay, maybe not so much like Bleach, but in the anime there's a soul society who are also charged with taking care of dead souls and fighting corrupt horrors known as Hollows. I guess Bleach is on my mind right now because um, the creator, Taiti Kubo, has had no anime since then. Until yesterday, that is. Burn the Witch is now out in Crunchyroll, and the whole series is only three short episodes. I liked it all, except for the underwear joke. There are two Londons, the city we know, and then reverse London, which seems like a tyrannical place, and where dragons are a problem, kept in check by witches. I have a full review, spoiler-free, up on the blog. I also reviewed the urban fantasy Tattered Magics this week. The RPG is out from Mobius Adventures and Gallant Knight Games. The game uses the inverse 20 engine, so 1s are good and 20s on the D20 are bad news. It's a game set in a world like ours, except, for those in the know, magic is real and the dreadful Fae are trying to return from their banishment wreck havoc. It's a lightweight game, but I think it suits experienced groups. You create your own spells, which is excellent in the long term, but we can be a bit intimidating in the short term. Characters can, in a pinch, use their own attributes, their own essence, as fuel for this magic. Also, on the RPGs worth knowing about list this week, is the bundle of holding. Yeah, I know, there are usually a good deal in there every week, but this week, the Hero Magazine deal launched. You can get hundreds of dollars of content for a few bucks. The bonus is also the catch. 
up for grabs in this bundle are issues of the Hero magazine that go back decades, but which have never been available as PDS before. If you're using the Hero system or Champions, I suspect though that this is a fantastic opportunity to supercharge your rules collection. Another rare opportunity comes care of the lockdown. Yes, really. What normally happens at New York Comic Con is that the horror master John Carpenter unveils a comic anthology called Halloween Night. It sells out then and there. This year, you can get Halloween Night 6 at local comic shops already and online retailers like Amazon shortly. It might be your only chance to do so unless you can often get to New York. Lastly, the quirky story of the week is from the UK retailer Lost Universe. They are offering someone £300 to write three reviews of geeky movies or TV shows. The money isn't the attraction though. To facilitate the reviews, Lost Universe will buy the successful applicant one year's worth of Netflix access, and one year's worth of Amazon Prime, and one year's worth of Disney+, and one year's worth of YouTube Premium, and even one year's worth of Now TV which is what we used to watch um, shows like HBO here in the UK. And on that note, let's call it a wrap. Keep safe and stay out of melee range. See you next week.